This time on Kawhi Fi Radio, it seems some of last season's shows have made an impression. To be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you can't always have your dreams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit. <laughs> we discuss if a sale at EB Games should be considered a holiday. How do you decorate for that? Do you get EB Games sale signs and put them in? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone walks in your house, everything's decked in red plastic, and you've just got sale written on the wall. And we talk about the autumn season. Sort of. Curly, what on earth is this? Oh, it's pure 80s wrapping and just the colour scheme. <laughs> Kyle's not in this, don't worry. You won't have to deal with that again. Avalanche! Tetsuo! It's over 9,000! Nani? And welcome, you tuned in to Kawaii Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga every fortnight. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co hosts, Aaron and Kira Lee. Hello. How's everyone doing this fine weekend? Great. I am dead yeah. to the world. Yeah, you were out at a uh, anime gaming themed party last night until yeah. like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. 3 a.m. Well, it was supposed to be the replacement for Supernova because ah. once again it got put off here in Perth. It did. No, it's a shame. We've had um, quite a fair few cancellations because of the ongoing situation in the eastern states of Australia, but um, we're still enjoying it quite comfortably here in Perth. It's oh, uh, very nice and comfy. And yeah. We've, uh, we're able to have the things like the AFL Grand Final with full capacity and no need for masks or anything, which yeah. is cool. We're really lucky. We are really lucky. Um, but uh, I didn't watch that. I instead played a game that was uh, had a lot of beavers in it. Timber Vaughan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was at a friend's 29th. Yeah? Yeah, I've been partying a lot recently. Yeah, party, party. I was just working. (laughs) I was just working. It was boring. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But uh, yes, we've had uh, a busy couple of weeks. Um, We had our season preview live stream on Patreon, which uh, we couldn't go live with, and our Patreons were all offline for at the time, so we just recorded it and put it up for them, which is better. Um, And uh, we... We tried something new in that video as well. Yeah, we We tried. We tried lots of new things. We did. We bought a ton of new food uh that is from japan yeah because um, we went to daiso we went to daiso yeah and uh i bought an eye patch because of course i did because chinobio chinobio chinobal you're making me say it wrong like chinobio (laughs) it's chinobal yeah i saw what you guys were eating and a lot of that stuff i have eaten myself Mm -hmm. i have to come along with you guys one time and pick out some really really odd stuff well we were thinking that it's like now like this was fairly tame but i think we will be doing a um we've me and aaron have discussed this a few times great length uh we we need to do a segment uh which is food based and we're going to call cat can you call it food? Um, and that's uh, going to be random snacks. Uh, we're going to go to a couple of restaurants and try certain specialties, including natto and stuff like that, which is going to be Ooh. awful. Um, and we're not going to play it safe by ordering for ourselves. We we're going to order for each other. Each other. So. And so that way we know like each other's preferences, but also... There's no playing it safe. There's tormenting. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to end up with tripe everything. Or <laughs> right. that mean sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the next video um, we will have on YouTube's coming out this week. It's explaining the intricacies of the na- intricacies, I should say, of the names in Comey Can't Communicate, a show we're going to be talking about a little bit later this episode. Now, on that note, this episode, it's hard to believe it. It's very hard to believe it, actually. But we're already in the last season of the year. 
What? Yeah. No. Crazy. The autumn anime season has kicked off this week, bringing with it a deluge of new shows. But surprisingly less isekai than we expected. I still think it's 2020. What do you mean 2022 starting? <laughs> I know, right? Um, we've got Vampire Cosmonauts to a returning series of old, which is from the 80s. There's plenty to check out this season. So we're going to be digging into that and having a bit of fun, which will be good. Um, if you are enjoying what you've heard so far, hit the subscribe button, join the Kawaii community. We're also releasing those monthly anime videos on the YouTube channel too. So if you are one of our podcast listeners, go check out the channel. Um, we've got plenty more interviews and sort of focuses coming up as well once we can actually line up times with people that's this is the problem isn't it like yeah it's i've got a 12 to 13 hour gap where most of the people i'm talking to in the states and trying to find a time that works for both of us can be incredibly challenging that's why you said you send a list of questions or things you want to ask and then you get aaron to do it because aaron is always awake <laughs> no no it's not the problem with them being awake they're just so busy oh, fair. like trying to find the time like um Several voice actors, like um, the voice actor for Masada, Alison Keith Ship, is a real estate agent. Huh. So, oh, okay. and as if anyone's been buying a house or looking at property recently, they'll know how bonkers the market is the world over because people aren't traveling. Therefore, there's less houses available. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, trying to find a time uh, to line up with her has just been a headache because her clients keep coming back and actually, we want to have a look at a house now. And it's like, oh, I've got to drop everything and go over there. And I don't blame her. Like, it's it's an intense time of the year. We're getting towards the end of the year. Everyone wants a nice little Christmas home to invite their family over yeah. to. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. So it's kept her on her feet and she keeps sending me emails going, okay, how about this time? How about that time? I'm going to try and find spots to line up. And same with Spike uh, Spencer, aka Shinji from Neon Genesis. Yeah, as well. you uh, sent us the email for that one. That one was entertaining to read. It was. I wasn't <laughs> expecting him to go, oh, man, <laughs> an email. Very cool guy. Oh, um, so down to earth. But um, we, we'll uh, we'll have those videos up once they are um, available and good to go. Um, haven't heard anything back from the voice actress for Ray, um, but that's still a work in progress. Um, maybe maybe they'll get in contact with you after they see what you're doing for... Uh, for Yeah, for yeah. Shinji Masato, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, no, I meant for Hoshi After Dark. Oh yeah, if I put, yeah, yeah. So we, we, that's actually another thing. We've got a um, event that we're um, one of the sponsors for, which is Hoshi After Dark. It's a, check it out. It's a an anime uh, pop culture sort of uh, evening event where we've booked out an entire venue exclusively for the Perth anime community. So if you are in Perth or in the surrounding WA and are available to get to Perth in November, it, have a look online. I'll put the links in the video description. Yeah, if you went to the Respawn event that was on this past weekend that I was also at. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like that, but better. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. I said it. If it's not better, you can come find me there and punch me in the face. Well, we've got, oh. <laughs> no, we've got anime DJs. Um, we've got a live anime cover band, Yamaha, who we're good friends with, um, who F Lady Farfar is helping out with, with uh, some of their performances and her oh, idols me. as well. Is that why she's not here? Yes, no, oh. she has been hectic. I think they've done about six lives in the past three months. Dang. Like, so amazing. The, the Dreamy Pop are doing really well, which that is That nice lady to be see. far, far away. She do be. <laughs> 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 but um, we're doing that. Um, we're hoping uh, we've got a chat with our good friends over at Shumi Shop again soon as well. because um, <gasps> My favourite boys. Yes, um, they've got a new store opening and we're hoping to do a bit of a, a video of uh, their new store before it opens and have a chat to them about, obviously, the challenges of running uh, an anime and merchandising store, especially when you're not in Japan yeah. because you've, you've got to do a lot of work to get the stuff oh, that you want yeah. and that people want and they've done exceptionally well 
So. Oh, they've done amazingly. Like, anytime anyone's like, oh, I'm looking for anime merchandise, I just slam down their name. I'm like, no, no, you no, need just, to see these boys. Same. <laughs> yeah, and they've got all the new stuff as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. You know, they're very they're on top of it. They're always getting stock in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're also fans as well. They're not just people who just kind of occasionally like it and thought they're they'd make passionate. money out of it. Yeah. yeah. And they also get, like, the Ichiban Kujis as well. Yes. Oh, and um, I saw at their East Fick Park store, they got the Digimon Vital bracelet. Oh, they do? Oh. Yeah. Have they got the cards as well? I don't know, but I'm super Ooh. keen to to like be like, hey guys, hey guys, we- how many can you get in? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Okay, now on that note, on um, that Tesla note. <laughs> No, we, we aren't even mentioning Tesla Note this episode, but oh, do check it out. Yeah, um, it's, it's coming uh, out soon. It's com- well, it's coming out this season. It looks yep. quite interesting. Um, actually, is it this season? Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah, it, is. it is. I think we yeah. checked out the trailer. It just isn't one of the ten that we're going to be watching uh, no. that we've we've listed because there's it's frustratingly there's a lot of good anime this season again. Isn't there every season? There is every season. Like, um, unfortunately, some of the ones that we were quite excited for last season didn't work out the way we hoped. No. But yeah, that's always to be the expected. Case. Yeah. 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 yeah, like you can't. Yeah. Always have your dreams. <laughs> wow. Sorry, that was a bit. <laughs> I just tapped into my inner Urumichi Onisan. <laughs> you can't always have your dreams. That's going in the preview. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been What's watching that, that show so much. <laughs> it, I, it just happen naturally <laughs> anyway before we do get into the upcoming shows let's do a quick look back at the season that has just wrapped up why do we watch that definitely in my top five season in review so on the note of not being able to have your limbs dreams limbs what are my limbs my limbs <laughs> edward elric <laughs> Kageki Shoujo. Oh, fantastic. Yeah? I just loved it. It was just, um, you know, about their school life mm-hmm. for trying to be, like, uh, on stage, stage theatre. Mm-hmm. It's just just amazing and just the topics that they go through and mm. it was just really nice to watch. Yeah, no, this is uh, Kigeki Shoujo, also known as Opera Girl. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't use the English title for it and they've just stuck with Kigeki Shoujo on everything. So yeah, yeah, they've got uh, dubs coming through now as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, I think they've got maybe about four or five episodes that are dubbed so far. Mm. Um, there's 13 episodes and it looks like there's potential for a season two because they're the first Ooh. years, so there's the second years. Oh, exciting. Ah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, now, Kigeki Shoujo was on Funimation, I believe. Yes, correct. Um, which uh, I think all, tw- all 12 episodes are out now. Uh, 13, I 13. think. 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, this was one of the early starters. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's very colourful and very pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful artwork. Absolutely mm. love it. And you, does it kind of line up for a second season at the end quite comfortably? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, awesome. We like that. Um, now, uh, our wonderful Kenny is not here with us because he's, uh, I believe, off uh, in a kilt. Running. Running. Through the hills. Uh, through the hills down uh, down in Armadale. Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> um, he's, he's, uh, he's not LARPing. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive he's just in a kilt. No. Um, I'm not even sure if he's in a kilt. I just know there was like a medieval sort of fair sort of thing yeah. down in Armadale today and he really wanted to check it out. And good on him because he's been here for like I think the last eight episodes in a row. So yeah, he deserves a weekend he off. <laughs> he's earned his break. He has one um, episode. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but he uh, said he because he's watched a fair bit of the same we have this season, mm. and he got really into one that I mentioned, which was the Great Jar. He will not be defeated, which is the one where it's the Demon Lords second in command and the whole demon the dark realm gets defeated by a magical girl, and they all end up in the human world and. Uh, Jahi can't maintain her, you know, adult form and keeps shrinking. 
oh yes, I believe you showed us some Super of this. Super cute. It's yeah. really cute. Um, and it's really funny as well. Like the um, magical girl finds her later in the series and breaks yeah. into her house. They call the cops on her and the cops take her away. And she gets a record. It's just like, what? Uh. And one of her um, previous minions has become like the head of a major corporation. But she's, you know, obviously too prideful to let her know that she needs any help. So she keeps treating her as if she's purposely undercover. That's why she's living like a slob, you know, to yeah. try and, and find the And then there's the, the landlord. The landlord and the <laughs> boss who are sisters. And they're completely polar opposites. The landlord is like violently angry and abusive. And then the boss is... Um, yeah, just incredibly lovely and nice and supportive. Really? Because yeah, yeah, but the, the landlord the, just wants the money. But yeah, yeah. Okay, but the video you showed me of the magical girl breaking in wasn't the landlord like trying to protect her? And yeah, because like, oh, she yeah, wants yeah. the money. She wants the money. She owes her oh, money. Okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all. Okay. I thought they, she was the loving do... one because she was like holding her like no, protectively. Uh, so look, the, it, the first five episodes they're really at you know loggerheads, and there is always basically Jahi going, "I'm not paying you." <laughs> um, <laughs> if only we could get away with that. I know, right? <laughs> but um, and then um, there's an episode when the whole landlord thing, ha- uh, sorry, the magical girl thing happens. They go and get drunk together, and then the sister who because they get drunk at the izakaya where she's working which the sister owns the sister's got pictures of them and, and videos of them being all like i love you so much yeah. <laughs> it's just really well done and that's continuing into this season as well i think we've got another 12 episodes coming as well because um, nice. that was a mid-season starter and it's it's just so much fun i can't really say the opening or closing themes are going to win any awards um but they're uh, the show itself is very entertaining that's and, good. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. So definitely check that out. From memory, it's on Crunchyroll. This is the problem when you've got all the bloody streaming services. You don't remember which yeah, one you're watching. Yeah. Things you're on. like, oh, I just watched it on my TV. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've which got a high the TV one? <laughs> Crunchyroll, like a Funimation. What next? Um, now, Aaron. Yes. This one's yours. Oh, oh. Th- th- this is. I've only just started watching it, and both of you have been telling me to watch it, and I'm really glad I did. <laughs> it's so good. So, Tsukimichi, mm-hmm. uh, Moonlit Fantasy. It's about this guy who gets taken to another world where the goddess goes, you're not good looking enough to get my blessing. Yep. <laughs> and she essentially goes, I'll allow you to talk to all the demi-humans, but you can't speak human. Mm-hmm. And... He gets blessed by the moon god, who's an entirely separate being, mm-hmm. lands on this world, and he has to try and make do. And the way he does it is so creative. It is. And, like, while the goddess cursed him pretty badly, all these... He's just so incredibly amazing at what he does. And he's not even that unattractive, to be honest. He's not, but it's but just, like, the, she's purp- the goddess has purposely only kept attractive people alive on her. Yeah world and like all of them look at him and think he's a demi-human because they think he's that unattractive <laughs> it's so bad um, but i mean it, it is one of those like typical isekai tales where it's you know average guy in that world arrives in this world becomes super strong and then gets a harem um i mean he's working on it he's working on it but it, the whole harem's demi-humans <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well, like the first girl he meets the orc girl emma mm. i adore she is her beautiful she is so sweet yeah i can let you know that when we watched the first episode emma just at me after that she's like why did you tell me to watch this you're trying to tell me something <laughs> no tell me no something. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> but like uh, Tomoe and Mini Tomoe Mini Tomoe is awesome oh I love Mini Tomoe mm. but um, it's yeah I, I was not expecting it 
to be uh, it's it's very sort of comedy orientated yeah. comedy yeah um basically think Konosuba but with less useless characters and less focused on adventure and more focused on just like making a place for yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's really good and I I love the dwarfs oh save the dwarfs yeah. are great the dwarfs are so cool like it, he's always like oh can you do something that would essentially kill a normal human. And they're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. And then he tries it on and he breaks it. And then he goes, <laughs> I will definitely kill you next time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> just like seeing these two people who are like so friendly towards each other and like one of them's just like, I'm going to kill you with this next armor. Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of like the spider lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, she just <laughs> straight up reminds me of Darkness um, yeah? from Konosuba just because of her disposition. Yeah. It's become that... And the the dragon girl from I just love it. Arafaretta, same thing. Like they both ju- like. There's become this real thing where it's like the first female assistant character is not bright, and then Emma's bright. Oh, sorry, <laughs> no. The well, it, it, it's it, the formula is there's one person who's useful, one person who's not useful or is just a bit nuts and one person who's a bit of a sadomasochist. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of become the formula now and I'm looking forward to when they kind of, someone else comes in and br- comes up with a different idea which is a bit more um, well, di- different. Later on you'll meet the Lich and the Lich is yeah. a great character, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 Because mm. I think I've got six episodes in. They've gone to the... So they've been to the first town, had everything that happened there go on the massive disaster after yep. it, and then on to the next town, split up with the adventuring party that they teamed up with, and then started doing other stuff. And right. That, yeah. Setting that, up business stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. the yeah. handsome boy. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's So that's the next episode that I'm up to, handsome boy. Um, and... Uh, yeah, like it's I I'm like we whinge about isekai all the time. We got this so many isekais. Well, but this, this is isn't a really an good isekai one. technically. Well, no, this is the thing as well. This is the funny thing. His parents were isekai'd from this world into the human oh, world. Oh, I thought they escaped from that world to the human world. I well, thought they were adventurers and then they found a portal and they left. I don't know. Oh, In my understanding, they touched on towards the end. I thought they were the beautiful humans. Yeah. Who went into the like the normal world, like Isekai oh. out. No, they yeah. didn't get Isekai'd. Oh, so they oh. they found well, a portal. Yeah, they yeah. found the portal, but they were still like kinda you Well, know. they weren't truck kund. No, no. They left of their own will. Yeah. Sort yeah, of, yeah. And but then, isn't like, that still kind of Isekai uh, though? Technically, but can you call our world another world? Well, yeah, because it's completely different. It's run by different. Is gods. it reverse isekai? It's well, it's an isekai yeah. full stop. Like, yeah. the, the, there's been isekai in and out. Yeah, like isekai just means another world. Yeah, so, true. You know, and anything which plays with multiple worlds is isekai. Um, but uh, let's stick with isekai and let's talk about how a realist hero rebuilt a kingdom. And this was another one of the uh, isekai series um, that we were like, oh, okay, here's another one. But I love this show. Look, I'll give it points for being clever mm. and original, mm-hmm. but for me, it's kind of dull. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I like a bit more action, and all the action in there is very... Uh, mm. Like, he doesn't do anything. Well, I mean, he controls the puppet. Yeah, but, like, you, you don't even get to see that that often. You don't. You don't. It's, it's definitely more political it, Yeah, he's more brain-oriented than adventurer-oriented. Yeah, but that's fine. Like yeah. that, but that's what I like about it. So this is a, sor- a series where the guys 
quite re- a realist in the real world. He hasn't got any family members left or anything like that. And he was uh, essentially, I think he was going to be like a city planner or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, um, a civil servant. A civil servant. And he gets his Sakai to this other world to um, basically be a sacrifice. So in they're in this world where the demon army has you know taken over the northern kingdoms, and all of the kingdoms in the south are following one large country um, to provide aid to hold basically the line and they being a non-signatory are reaping the benefits for it so they summoned a hero because it's something they apparently did a couple of hundred years ago so they do the same thing and summon him and i'm thinking of giving him to the other kingdom and then it turns out he's able to run the kingdom really well and he's got some ideas and within 48 hours he becomes the king yeah (laughs) well the other kingdom's like you can either pay us x amount of money or summon a hero to serve us Mm -hmm. and because they're money supply isn't that great because they don't know how to manage their kingdom properly mm-hmm. they're like well our only option is the hero and then they're kind of like hey yeah that's why we're sending you off and he's like what if i can fix that yeah and he's like are they gonna like dissect me or something yeah <laughs> like, uh... but i i just i think i i really enjoy the characters like yeah, more, more more than anything else, like they've got a, a dark elf girl. That uh, uh, yep, yep, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yep, yep. It's basically just Shion from Slime. Yep, it's the same type of character. She's fiercely loyal, a little bit. I wouldn't yeah. say dumb, but she's simple yes. in a way, in some aspects. Yeah. But she's such a good character. She's so supportive. She's she looks loyal out for to everyone. Yeah and, yeah, and she's great. And then you've got, like... Um, the princess. The princess is great. The um, the gourmet, the guy who they've got doing all the food traveling. Him. He so The he's, food ideas are great. It is. So like he's, the slime udon? Yeah. So he's a bigger a bigger set dude. Like me. <laughs> bigger than you. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he's... Everyone's like, why would he be the best in the kingdom? And he's, like, really confused as to why he's been summoned. And he's like, you've traveled our entire kingdom you know all the foods you have built a career off going and searching for these things help us solve the food shortage help us find stuff that wouldn't normally be eaten that can be eaten that can be nutritious he's a food vlogger yeah basically he's the equivalent (laughs) of a food vlogger and then they go and start using the alternatives to food yeah and and they do a cooking show by using the king's crystal giant crystal ball which is used to address the citizens and there's one in the center of every town and oh, they wow. do uh, they do like basically turn it into a variety show oh yeah. that's cool like he teaches them how to prepare it and then they've got the four people there that eat it and give the reviews of it and so he's like oh yeah here's slime udon and they're all like oh i don't know about that and then well he doesn't even call it slime udon he's just like yeah. oh yeah here's this food i made with slime it's like this thick noodle and then the king tries it. And he's like, oh, this is like an udon. Like, it's the same sort of texture and chewiness mm-hmm. to it. And everyone immediately just goes for it. Yeah. And it- like, towards the end of the series, they uh, end up having some more lands underneath them. And they do, like, a cultural show with singers and let one of the peoples from this area come and, you know, sing and, yeah. you know, perform their national anthem. And they're going, so you're going to, you know... You're going to kill me now for gonna, doing that? And he's like, no, you should be free to do what you like. That's the point of this. Like, And it turns out this area has been really kind of, like, held down and they weren't allowed to express themselves or anything. And now they're just having this renaissance. And they also have a food shortage. Turns out there's something they have in their um, country which ends up similar to, like... Soy sauce, wasn't it? 
Oh, there's the soy sauce and there's something else which is a root, but the plant's poisonous. But there's some guys who live up in the mountains who actually know how to harvest it safely. And they do it for a living. It's what they live on. So they start making that as like a thing for the whole country. Oh, yeah, that's really so cool. It's really, it's really about nation building more than an isekai adventure. Yeah. yeah. And I, I could see it. like a themed restaurant around it where they oh, do yeah. make all those like what Ooh. looks like those foods, but yeah. what they're supposed to be in our world. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'd be happy to do an episode mm. with Kawaii where we make that stuff. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's got a second season coming as well, um, which would be good. Uh, no announcement date officially from memory on that yet. I think it's at least 12 to 18 months away. Okay. But yeah. And uh, the last thing we need to touch on, and we, we've touched on this one before in the podcast, is Remake Our Life. Now, this is the one which is about the guy who goes back 10 years, um, um, before, Tokyo Revengers? Yeah, but a similar <laughs> principle in the time jumping back and forth. Um, but he, but basically he is a game designer and he had a choice where his life could have split. So he could have gone to either a standard university, which he, was a business school, which he chose in his actual life, or the alternative where he goes to art school. And um, he goes and sits down and thinks about it. And, you know, he's, he's, had, he's been in video game design and development and stuff somehow because eventually because of his experience and his ability to manage stuff and he eventually you know loses the job like three times because the companies either go bankrupt or they just poorly plan stuff and he goes i wish i could have worked with the silver generation because they're the ones who um make some of the best games and all that and then he goes back in time 10 years and goes to art school and ends up living in the dorm with them um and it then plays around... Uh, the way it ends is kind of a little bit like... It's very obviously open for a second season because about three quarters of the way through the series, he gets fl- thrown forward in time again, but it's past where he left. And then he has to find a way to get back again to fix all the mistakes. Oh. Also, so, oh, it's the same where like however long he spends back there also happens in his actual life sort of thing. Not quite, um, okay. because he goes back 10 years, but then he goes forward 13. Oh. Yeah, and he'd only, it'd only been like six months. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but there's there's someone involved in the story who seems to be the Nexus, which is cap- making it happen, which is quite interesting. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it's I really enjoyed it, and it's real like, for anyone who went to you know, university and did an arts major of any form, this will feel really familiar to you. Kind of so. seems a little bit sad though. Like it when is. The, yeah, it is it? It it's it's got a few moments of like, oh no, bugger, you know, like where he looks at what the common denominator is. <laughs> he basically um, feels like he has destroyed the lives of the silver generation when he goes forward in time because he obviously, you know, he he skipped all the possible spots he could have went and fixed things from. Um, and he blames himself for it. Um, and he ends up forward in time. He's got a wife, he's got a kid. And that's, you know, the fact that he knows he's going back. Like he says, I've got to say goodbye to some people first sort of thing. It's like, so that kid technically may no longer exist. Oh, no. And that, that hit me hard. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah. that bit hit me hard. But, um, yeah, look, uh, it, it, it's really well done. Um, it's not like overly melodramatic for the sake of being overly melodramatic they've done quite a good balance of keeping it realistic and feeling like the characters are real so that that's definitely real stakes sort of thing yeah Yeah. exactly yeah because you know you're not you don't know everything when you're you're young and yeah you do (laughs) you think you do but you don't uh excuse (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah look definitely worth checking remake our life out if that's Excuse me, your cup of tea if you enjoy that uh, back and forward in time travel. Um, now, we were going to talk about a disappointment, but 
look, there, there, were, there were plenty this season. I don't think we really need to. Um, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's just move on. So what have you been watching this season? Let us know in the comment section or over on social media. There's been a lot to talk about. Um, we didn't really have a chance to, I, I guess cover everything this season because there was so much there was so much and it's going to be the same next season as well which is why we you know now restrict this to just uh uh 10 10 choices because the last two autumn seasons ended up being two to three or four hour episodes in some cases yeah. because of how much stuff was coming out and this this means we don't waste your time yeah you guys don't <laughs> want to listen to us for four hours we get it like we do have nice voice and you like us on car trips but you're not going to take a four-hour car trip somewhere no. just to listen to us. No, not just to listen to us. It's kind of convenient that you did, basically. Yeah, we thank you. <laughs> anyway, with that, um, it's time to talk about the autumn season. Wi-Fi Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Autumn anime. And as we frequently joke over on this side of the world, yes, autumn, we're heading into spring. Oh, I was going to say, it sounded like it said awesome anime instead of autumn anime. I was like, awesome! I mean, that's also, that's also accurate, so that, that's a new sting, awesome anime. <laughs> We've got a brand new segment, a recommendation segment, and it's just called Awesome Anime. I mean, why not? It's, right? that, it's our AA meeting. <laughs> Are we also addicts? Yeah, we're addicted to anime. It's why so, we're in a podcast. Triple A meeting? Triple A? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's actually another podcast called Anime Addicts Anonymous. Oh, dear. Yeah. I know there's a Facebook group called Anime Addicts Australia. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. I might have to jump in there. I'm in it, and we've got like a Perth-based chat. Oh. So like it's all the local people, and we can connect and all that. Nice. I, I, I caught up with a couple of them last night at the event. Oh, nice. Lovely. Yeah. We're a good little bunch. We also talk about the new Taco Bell that opened. Yeah, <laughs> the, we had a Taco Bell open in Perth, and there Finally. were lines for days. Apparently, apparently, if you lined up, you could win a year free Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. they did. Well, yeah. apparently Monday is International Taco Day. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I know Friday was International Coffee Day, so that was... That's a good weekend. It was a good, yeah. good Coffee weekend. and tacos. Yeah, no, I, I had tacos last night. Oh, well, so. you, you got on the bandwagon a little too early. A little too early. Wasn't from Taco Bell, of course, but... Uh, well, then. A wonderful Guzmini Gomez. Um, now... You're uh, not here to listen to us talk about tacos. <laughs> no, no <laughs> you're, you're not. Um, we need to talk about what's coming out this autumn season, and we're going to start off with something fitting, because next episode we'll be talking about Halloween. And this season there is a very spooky horror-styled anime that we should be talking about. And this was on both Kenny and Kira Lee's list, um, which is Miruko-chan. It's a comedy horror supernatural series. Uh, it doesn't have a rating yet, but it will likely be M or R, depending on your region, just due to some of the horror themes in it. So not necessarily for the kids, um, teenagers and above. Or Aaron's. <laughs> or if you're squirmish. Um, but this is... Uh, Looks so good! It, it really does! Oh. Like, I'm so excited. Just um, imagine for a moment that you could see zombies and spirits and ghosts. And then imagine for a moment that you just decided to try and ignore them. <laughs> like, yeah, you just, you don't want them to know that, you know, because you don't want to help them, I suppose. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't want to help them. Wasn't that but, the original, like, how Bleach started? Like, he could see the ghosts and he helped them? I don't know. 
But I mean, in, I, I've never watched like Bleach. The hand so. or something. Yeah, and like yeah. the 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 flower that got knocked over on the side of the road and yeah. he corrected it because it was yeah. like a kid's grave or something. Oh, yeah. See, I I haven't actually. I didn't get on the Bleach bandwagon when it was started. And um, are you going to oh. see it once it starts to finish? Probably not. Like, there's it's there's a lot. Um, to catch up on as far as like these long running series, just like like the start of it. Yeah, You're just good. catch like the first like twenty episodes and yeah. understand how. Oh, actually, until they capture Aizen, because that's that's what I consider Bleach. Yeah. Uh. After that, it just turns into Mary Sue the anime. Yeah, because they just keep giving him new powers and stuff, yeah. don't they? So he has the power of all the enemies because of some stuff that they decide to retcon in. Oh. It 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 gets really excessive. Don't get me wrong, Bleach is cool. But I'd love it if Ichigo didn't have literally every power. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a bit godmoddy, isn't it? So, well, look, um, Miruko Chan is the story of Miko, a typical high school student whose life turns upside down when she suddenly starts to see gruesome and hideous monsters. Despite being completely terrified, Miko carries on with her daily life, pretending not to notice the horrors that surround her. She must endure the fear in order to keep herself and her friend Hana out of danger, even if that means coming face to face with the absolute worst. Blending both comedy and horror, Miruko tells the tale of a girl who tries to deal with the paranormal by acting completely indifferent towards it. Yeah, I guess like at the beginning as well, she probably struggles with the fact of like, is this in my mind? Yeah, like am I losing it? Yeah. Is this real or is this fake? (laughs) Or is this just a sea of Fanta? Or is this Halloween (laughs) and they're all in costumes? Yeah, but no one else can see them. So that's that's the thing which I think is really really interesting about this also it seems like i mean i haven't read the manga it's been on my to read list for a long time um because it just sounds so bat guano crazy well it Um, sounds like poker face the anime oh like stay cool stay cool don't let them know don't let them know don't 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 react don't react be cool be cool be cool be cool 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 cool, cool, cool. (laughs) no doubt no doubt no doubt doubt. um but look this is um by studio passione who we see doing bits and pieces every now and then tend to be pretty good quality as well um comes from the manga as we mentioned it's going to have 12 episodes and it airs on sundays at 10 p.m at night in japan perfect witching hour for it i guess so that's true yeah nice and uh close to midnight and it's going to be, that probably means we'll get it on the Mondays, yeah. uh, rest of the world. But uh, it's going to be on Funimation services, so Funimation and Wackenim, and also over on Annie Plus, Billy Billy, and Muse Asia. So definitely worth checking out if you do like your horror. Um, perfect for Halloween, really. Yes. <laughs> Currently oh. just sitting there like, yeah, this is going to be my jack o' lantern, like getting oh, all yeah. of the oh, my bats goodness. and skulls my out. House decked out already oh really oh. yeah yeah first of yeah. october soon as that happened oh no midnight. before then sorry <laughs> <laughs> you're like christmas what's that i've had halloween decorations up all, e- all year it's been yep. fine since january <laughs> yeah after easter that's when halloween goes up <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that is there's nothing else in between then and there definitely nothing now Wait, is there end of financial year that's it I think. Yeah, but you can't decorate for that. <laughs> How do you decorate for that? Do you get EB Games sale signs and put them in? Oh my yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, everyone walks in your house, everything's decked in red plastic, and you've just got sale written on the wall with a full stop. I mean, let's be real. There's no shortage of those signs. Oh my goodness, there no. There really is not a shortage of those signs. I mean, like for, for those who uh, don't know of EB Games, Electronics Boutique, um, uh... we've got EB, there's EB Games in Canada, and, and I guess the nearest equivalent in the UK would be Game Traders or Game. GameStop. GameStop's GameStop. what it's called in America. GameStop's what it's called in America. It's the same company. Yeah. But for in Australia, EB Games do a um, 
Whenever they do a sale, it's over oh, the top. What do you mean whenever they do a sale? When don't they do a sale? That's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's ba- The saw is constantly having a sale of some form, and they deck it out over the top, and it's just become part of the culture and a joke. And you then they just get decide- T-shirts with the stickers oh, all really? over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've seen brilliant. so many of them, like a full outfit of <laughs> yeah. just EB Games sales stickers. Wow. Um, but then, the, like last year, just before the pandemic hit, they actually did a no sale sales so they left the store completely blank and everyone was like oh my god they're not having a sale but it was actually the best sale they'd ever done <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the it, best deals it, it was oh man this it when they had like mind. the trade-in va- they had the crazy trading deals for the new consoles and stuff like that before they launched and it was just it was mwah, perfect but now um it's just become literally part of their branding they, yeah, they put the, the word culture. sale full stop well, and like, that's it. they're even on TikTok, and yeah. their TikTok is jokes about them having a sale. And I know. Like, th- I so is the, their Instagram and yeah. Facebook. It's like, so good. It, all of their public media just, they know what's up. I could I could really go an EB game shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go get a bunch. Yeah. Now, we do need to talk about the fruit of evolution. Now, Shinkai no Mi. Yeah. Uh, now, this is this is your pick for the season. Well, one of your picks for the season, Aaron. Yes. Um, why? <laughs> okay, you watched the trailer with me. Yes. You know exactly why. Pink Gorilla. Pink Gorilla. That's, pink gorilla. that's right. I forgot it was the Pink Gorilla one. Pink Gorilla anime. Yes. Like, oh my goodness. I like <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, this is a little crazy. And then, like, towards the end of the trailer, because I'm pretty sure the first episode's out. Yes. Yes. Um, y- you see that it says, is it Saria or Sarah? Yeah. And then it says Saria pre-transformation and it's the mu- it's, it's this the giant pink, pink gorilla <laughs> and so it, it it's basically this guy and his entire class that get izakai'd to another world and you don't see what happens to the rest of his class in the trailer but he stumbles upon these monkeys and they've got all these fruits and so he steals one and it looks like a coconut or a giant almond yeah and he just bites into it like it's a mango or something. <laughs> no, right? And, like it blew my mind i was like that shouldn't be that soft no and then all of a sudden he "Quote unquote transforms mm-hmm. and he's hot. He's like, oh no, he's hot. And then he gets chased <laughs> by a giant pink gorilla, which I assume also does the same thing because then it's this really cute girl who's in love with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've got the synopsis here. Seiichi Hiragi is an unfortunate young man who is despised by his classmates because they consider him homely, chubby, and smelly. Hey! <laughs> Seiichi's luck goes from bad to worse when his class is transported to another world, but he finds himself alone in the wilderness and pursued by an amorous female gorilla named Saria. The disastrous lives of the unlikely pair take a positive turn after they ingest the legendary fruit, fruit of evolution and an unexpected transformation takes place yeah they all get hot okay yeah so, i like i read that and i was like i don't under like what's the transformation yeah we were talking mm. about this like, on the what? way here yeah and i was like no no no, no. you gotta watch you gotta you gotta yeah. know and then I, yeah and then i watched like the start of it and then i saw the monkey and then i was like what are they gonna what yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were very confused oh, and then you watch it and you're like oh i see why you like uh, this see. <laughs> so, yes. I, I get it now so adventure fantasy romance uh listed in there it's by studio feel who have been doing some really good shows lately they had two good ones last season um that they were involved in and th- this name we mentioned this i think like six or 12 months ago children's playground entertainment and we took the mickey out of it because we're like that doesn't sound pc no um but they're involved in like four shows this season that we're Dang. talking about oh, okay um, wow. and they were a minor studio before it's just a, it's a very it's a weird name they did a lot of digging studio. no 
No. They're not that kind of minor studio? No, no. <laughs> they, they, they did a lot of the uh, in-between scenes and backgrounds before. Um, oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. no pickaxes. No pickaxes, okay, unfortunately. Gotcha. That, look, I mean, their de- that wasn't their department. They just did the in-betweens. They don't design anything. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this time, obviously, they're, they're now getting a lot more into that larger anime space. So um, we don't know how many episodes. We don't know the rating. Likely PG, though. Yeah. Um, and anything that doesn't have a rating that's not immediately like too violent or too horrific is, goes straight to PG. Um, it looked pretty sweet. Like a nice, does. calm, cool one. Well, not calm, cool, but like not intense. It, it's it's not slice of life, but it's not like full blown. Not like you're going to have an anxiety attack watching it because you're like, oh! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, it's from a light novel series. Oh, neat. Which um, can, like, I'm always interested how when they do light novel adaptations because the art style for light novels is always very different from oh, the manga yeah. or anime film. It's yeah. like usually very watercolor, very mm. like, yeah, stained yeah. glass almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, where, whereas, you know, then when you go to animation, it's normally very, you know, a lot stronger lines a lot more defined yeah um so i'd love to see the and i'm probably going to have a look after this actually you know how it looked at the original artwork i mean like same thing with sword art online that was originally a light novel series and the artwork in sword art online's books is very different to how the animation and the manga turned out okay so it's it's worth a look to, to kind of see where it came from um but this is going to be on crunchyroll services worldwide and in asia you've got annie plus uh, in in the states, I think Billy Billy and Annie One Asia, so um, plenty of places to watch it on Tuesdays at two a.m. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, that's my hour. That's, <laughs> it's it's the Aaron hour. Never mind the witching hour. It's the Aaroning hour. I'm there always <laughs> watching. Now, um, this next one does come with a slight warning, and that's Platinum End because it does cover some pretty heavy stuff. Um, this, uh, does, how's the, the safest way to explain this? Platinum End is a psychological shonen supernatural thriller with themes that include self-harm. It's probably the easiest way to so explain this. So it can be this. quite confronting. It can be quite yeah. confronting. Um, but it... It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. It really does. And, I mean, Kiralee, this is the yeah. one that you were really keen on as well. I am really excited for this one. I just, uh, like the idea of it, you mm. know for who's going to be the new god. Yeah. Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah. So this one gave me Tiger and Bunny vibes when you see them in their armors. Ooh. Is, that, uh, is, is this the angel little, one? Where the yeah. angels the angel. angel. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And then they yeah. fight? Yeah, yeah. And they had the armor? Yeah, so, sometimes ca- they do those. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Um, I forgot about that. Um, Kakahashi Mirai lost his parents in an accident, lived in misery with the relatives who took him in. Having lost hope in everything, he jumped off the roof of a building on the day of his middle school graduation, but then he met an angel. And as in, like, they stopped him mid-jump. So oh. we, we, it's not that sort of gruesome. Um, Is it second impact? No. Oh, okay, no. so not that angel? No, no, no. <laughs> this is no, no Neon Genesis references this season, unfortunately. Um, but it looks really quite interesting because it's basically, a, as, as Kirillie said, a battle to, they've picked, these angels have all picked like a champion, if you will, and they are all going to fight it out to see who becomes the new god. Battle Royale. Yeah. Hmm. But obviously, because it's dealing with some of these heavy themes, it's going to be quite heavy on that psychological drama and talking about, you know, I imagine a lot of like, mental health themes and, yeah. you know, yeah. people's traumas and stuff like that, which makes me quite excited because I love when they talk about this sort of stuff, but as long as it's done in a tasteful way. Yeah. You know, as, as long as it's done as a, a way to actually 
as long as they address it properly as opposed to kind of just do lip service. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's going to be the key thing, I guess. From like the trailer from what I saw, um, the the main character that you follow who went to jump, mm. it then looks like he completely goes opposite and he's like wanting to live mm. and wanting to protect this girl. Mm. I yeah. feel like in that sort of situation you would. Like if somebody's like, hey, look, I'm an angel. I've selected you as my participant in this battle to become yeah. God. Uh, I, I believe you could do a good job as yeah. God. Like somebody telling you that would make you yeah. absolutely 180. I'd be like, you think I'm good enough? To- okay, here we go. Yeah, and it, and it also was like um, that they have to kill almost the other people or people to mm. somehow become the god, but he doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah, well, like... So it's really interesting. Because of how we were just talking about it, I was like, do all the angels select somebody who was going to commit suicide? Because then Ooh, they're, maybe. they're willing know, to die already, yeah. Yeah. so... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. It would make sense from, like, selection standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you stop them from dying only to... I know. mean, the thing is, as well, is that there's this... I don't know if it's a theory or belief or evidence or proof or anything to it, but there's always been this discussion about the idea of once you commit to something, whether you agree on the um, the, the course of action. So, you know, he may have jumped off the roof and then really went, actually, no, I don't want to. And that could be the... The, the angel coming uh, yeah. in. Yeah. Um, because, like, you know, it's the same sort of thing as, like, if you flip a coin. Like, um, I've always said, like, you know, if you've got to choose between two things, flip a coin, but... When the coin is in the air, you'll realize which one you want. Well, my stepdad actually taught me a handy trick. Mm-hmm. If somebody says they don't know what they want, just go, okay, just list a few things you're considering. Mm-hmm. The first one's always the one they want the most. Ah. Because you subconsciously put it first. That's fair. That's good to know. That's a good idea. I it, like that. It's a really handy trick, and yeah. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. <laughs> Life lessons with Aaron Chan. Um, but look, uh, Platinum End, if you're interested in checking it out, it's going to be on ADN in Europe, Annie Plus in Asia, and Crunchyroll in the rest of the world. We don't know the rating yet. Um, it's likely going to be R-rated considering the themes, and it's going to have 24 episodes. This is going to be a two-core oh, anime, dang. which would be interesting. So that airs on Fridays at a, the very specific time of 1.28am. <laughs> Wow. That is incredible. Do they have a second count? Like how many seconds into 128 it is? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Studio Signal MD, who've been pretty good and, excuse me, pretty consistent on their drama shows lately. So that's good. And it's from a manga. So definitely worth checking out if that's your cup of tea. Now, let's do something a little bit weird um, because there haven't been a lot of sci-fi shows um, recently. And this one's... <laughs> I saw this and I just kind of went... Yes, this this needs to be talked about. Yeah, it's called Arena, the Vampire Cosmonaut. Um, the English translation for the manga is The Moon, Laika, and Nosferatu. Um, I don't know why they went with Arena, the Vampire Cosmonaut, but okay, cool. Why not? It's, yeah, well, it's, it's just right to the point. Well, it's just kind of a bit like um, when they changed uh, Philosopher's Grandson to Ro- Wise Man's Grandchild. And they've done it again for something else this season where it's the proper translation is Philosopher and they've put it as Wise Man. And it's just like, <laughs> that just it doesn't sound as good. Hmm. Um, but um, this... <laughs> I-, I was not expecting this. And now that I've seen it... I don't think anyone was expecting I'm this. I'm just so on board for it. It's, like, it's nuts. So it's an alternative history story which involves vampires. 
and the space <laughs> and the space race. So the first astronaut in human history was a vampire girl. Following the end of World War II, the world dividing superpowers into the Federal Republic of Zernirthura in the east and the United Kingdom of Arnak in the west and turned their territorial ambitions towards space. Both countries have been competing fiercely for development. East history... East history, 1960. Gergiev, the chief leader of the Republic, announces the manned spaceflight project, uh, program Project Mechtat, aka Dream, which, if successful, will be the first feat for humankind. At that time, Lev Leps, a substitute astronaut candidate, is ordered to perform a top secret mission, the Nosferatu Project. A program about experiments with vampires prior to manned mission will use Irina Lumineski as a test subject and levers to monitor and train her. That's right. Instead of sending dogs, hamsters, and other animals into space to test if it's safe for humans, they're sending vampires. Yeah, I wonder how their bodies would. would I, I go. imagine they just burn up. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you probably saw the video where we had a lot of questions. We had a lot of questions in our, our um, preview trailer. Uh, stream yes. thing that we did. Um, but this is done by Arvo Anime. <laughs> ah, a nice <laughs> animator watching the Arvo with a cup of tea and <laughs> Vegemite sandwich. Couple it's, of Tim Tams. It's, it's on a Sunday midnight, so Sunday night midnight. Um, oh, so not an Arvo. <laughs> the Arvo. But the studio is called Arvo Animation, um, which I saw and I just went, I don't think I've ever heard of them before, but I have because they actually did. I'm pretty sure um, it was. Oh, my brain's just completely died on me. Um, we never learned Boku Ben um, and Monster Girl Doctor as well. Oh, oh. Monster Girl Doctor was strange. Yeah. yeah. So that, those are the two prior ones they've done, and this is their third full-length anime series that they're doing. I mean, the animation on it was good, so I've got yeah. high hopes. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. So it, it'll be good, but it's just, it's so nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, no, the concept like, of a vampire, like, because you can't kill a vampire unless, like, you use those very specific things. So how would it be a suitable test to send it into space to test if humans can go? Radiation. Because they... So vampires die in sunlight, right? Yeah. So you're sending it into space where there's an abundance of sunlight. The dark side of the moon? Well, it's not the dark side, it's just the other side of the moon. (laughs) Yeah. But, But um... Wouldn't they freeze there? Like, vampires can still freeze, right? They can still freeze, yeah. Can they, though? Yeah. Yeah, because well, their I mean, body's still like got fluids in it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but the this, look, this, this is the thing. There are so many questions to answer in this, and yeah. it's got me quite excited for it. Well, one thing I learned recently is um, they say that if you ever encounter a vampire, you should spill beans on the floor or rice because they have to count everything they come across. They're compulsive counters, <gasps> which oh, is goodness. why Sesame Street has the count, and he's a vampire. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really that's like a multi-layered pun. Yeah, is that so, is that that's real? legitimate? I don't know. You can look it up afterwards. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of cool. So little little side info with Aaron. My uh, neighbor shared that with me recently, so I can't take all the credit. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, my my uh, little addition to this is we're just basically seeing the reinvention of vampire Coolio in space. Okay, Dracula 3000. (laughs) (laughs) Man, vampires in space. Okay, but could you imagine if they just, like, only fueled the rocket for a one-way trip and it was their way of getting rid of her? Oh, that's it. That's horrible. Like, the pressure. The pressure. You know? Like, air pressure and stuff. Yeah, does that affect... 
Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think the thing with vampires is like you can. There are many things that kill them, but they're also impervious to things that would kill humans. Yeah. So yeah. maybe the idea is they send it up there. Maybe they'll completely tint all the windows or whatever. I mean, vampires can still take damage. It's just they sort of recover from it as they drink more blood. Yeah. Maybe so. they're like. Um... Twilight vampires. The oh, sparkle is <laughs> dead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Captain, we can see a sparkle from here. <laughs> no! <laughs> but look, this this one's definitely going to be one to check out. Um, it's Sunday midnight, so Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, no idea on how many episodes yet. Um, it's from a light novel, so in, uh, that being the case, probably 12 for an initial run, and if they're going to do a second part, I'm sure we'll hear about that halfway through the season uh, or at the end. Um, other anime, it's on Funimation services, so Funimation and Wacken him uh, if you're in Europe. Um, Billy Billy, Annie One Plus Asia, sorry, Annie One Asia and Annie Plus as well. Um, so definitely been plenty of places you can find it. Um, it's... <laughs> We'll probably be talking about this next week, I think. Yeah, I think we'll be very confused and just have like a Halloween meetup and be yeah. like, okay, vampires. Yeah, we're going to do a. <laughs> I know for sure I'm going to be doing research on vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I like, how would a vampire survive in yeah. space? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that also opens the questions to werewolves in space. Ooh. Oh, they're more like people. Yes, but. But they can permanently see the moon. Yeah. If you launch them straight at the moon, there's going to be no silhouette on it. But then they're just werewolves. Then they're, they're just... Yeah, but at what stage do they trans... And do they just... Well, do they stay as werewolves that they land on the moon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Surely. And the other thing is, so vampires can't handle sunlight, right? Yeah. yeah. But they go out during the night. What does the moon do? It reflects <gasps> sunlight. Why don't they... Yep. I know. And, I know. Like, if the moon reflects sunlight, doesn't that mean that that would work on werewolves as well? Like, well, the sun if... turns them into... Like, I they're... don't know. <laughs> as, like, dark side of the moon? Like, then, then it's not, you know... No, because it not... has to be a full moon. So, he- here's the other thing as well. So, <laughs> uh, um, oh, my gosh. Mythological so, podcast, let's go. The, 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 uh, well, we're about to go full science here, being a, science, uh, a space nerd here. So, um, the moon doesn't have a dark side. It's just got a far side because it's that... The way it's set up is it's tidally locked to the planet Earth, so we always only see the one side. Mm. Yeah. But when we have a new moon, i.e. we can't see the moon, or we have an eclipse, the dark side, as it's being yeah. dubbed, the far side, is fully illuminated by the sun. Yeah. But but if you're on the moon, though, can you not be on the side of the moon that is not illuminated? No, because it, it still rotates around it just like it does with yeah. Earth. Oh, yeah, you just mm. keep walking. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to keep walking. Yeah, you, yeah, you just, just keep walking. You have yeah, a month yeah. to walk the entire uh, circumference of the moon, basically. Yeah. Just a light, brisk jog. Yeah. Light, no, no, light, light, brisk bunny hop. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently that's the most efficient way to walk on the moon. Yeah. This is now a science podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we can believe that the moon landing was real. Yes, we can. <laughs> then why did the flag wave like there was wind? <laughs> because when it took off, it sent off particles. Uh-huh. And that's why it got knocked over as well. And that's why uh-huh. after Apollo... So Apollo 11's flag is buried in moon dust. Suck it, America. Whereas all the other ones, they learnt to put the flag fur- far enough away from the lander so that when they lifted off to return up to um, the transfer stage, it 
was wouldn't get knocked down. But because of that, they're also exposed to the sun, which means all those American flags that are still upright on the moon are bleached white. And the Apollo 11 one is the only one which still has colour because it's been covered by dust. The moon oh. surrendered. Yeah. <laughs> strike now, strike now. <laughs> so yeah, fun fun facts for Kyle. Right, let's um, stop being a science podcast and go back to what we're talking about, which is anime. Leave a comment if you want more science. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm probably end up going to end up doing a video on if, if Nosferatu to the moon has like proper science in there. I will do a video on that. Okay, but you have to get me on it because I'm a huge mythology nerd. Yeah? I, cool. Like, I, I, I actually study um, anthropology. Ah. So if you want stuff on mythology, I am your go-to guy. We will be having this discussion. We will be and having a very in-depth discussion. You love vampires too? Okay, yeah. so I guess the three of us are doing a video. <laughs> yeah. The three of us like, doing the Charlie Day thing from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just like, yeah. okay, so here's this. <laughs> <laughs> the mail. I'm dying to talk about the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the last one for this section, and that's Comey Can't Communicate. Now, if you listen to any of our prior podcast episodes, you know that I'll never shut up about this show or manga. How many is this in a row? Probably the fifth episode. In a row? Yeah. Hey, guys. If you've listened to the last five episodes, just skip ahead 20 minutes. No! <laughs> <laughs> no this is the first time I've actually talked about the, um, the the actual anime's proper information. Up until this point, I've just been talking about the manga and how much I love it. And speculation on the anime. And speculation on the anime. But now we've got official synopsises and stuff. So, Komi Can't Communicate is about the socially anxious high school student Shoko Komi, and her greatest dream is to make some friends. No, her dream is to make a hundred friends in high school, but she's really bad at communicating with people. Everyone at school mistakes her crippling social anxiety for being a cool, reserved lady. You know, she's too cool for everyone because she's a beauty. The whole student body keeping its distance, Comey is unable to utter a single word and friendship might be forever beyond her reach. Until our protagonist... Our very average protagonist. Whose name literally means just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tadano uh, gets, uh, ends up befriending her and uh, starts making it his mission to help her get friends. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. So you know how you're wondering about the dub for it and if it's going to get the names right and stuff? Yep. In the translated manga, what did they do? They stuffed up. They stuffed up. Yep. And that's oh, buddy, what that's, I, I am so sorry. That's what the Comey <laughs> video is actually going to be about, explaining the intricacies of the names of characters and why it's important to their character. Yeah. Because um, uh, anyone who's studied a bit of Japanese, you'll have probably seen like names that could be written in hiragana, the short yep. uh, you know, individual couples of letters, mm. um, or three letters in some cases for like Sue and she and so on. Um, but then you've also got kanji, which uh, each kanji can account for two or more. So they're individual words as a symbol. And in Japan, people will use those individual symbols to explain their names. Yeah. So someone whose name is Yuki might not use... Because Yuki means snow, snow in yeah. Japanese. They might use the um, kanji for snow, but they could also use the kanji for something else, which sounds the same as Yuki. Well, it's like um, in Tiger and Bunny, Kotetsu, his name is similar to Tiger, which is how he got the hero named Tiger, Wild uh, Tiger. Yeah. Because every time he signed Kotetsu, they're like, oh, that's why they call you Wild Tiger. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And then I think one guy ended up calling him Tora, and he's like, no, no, it's Kotetsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's... Um, it's 
it's going to be quite important these names to understand their characters and um there's like um one of the characters who's going to be most interesting is not gender fluid they're gender unknown um and the point of that is because they are literally the physical manifestation of everyone's childhood friend if your childhood friend was male or female it's this person this person is everyone's childhood friend this character is Gender is a construct of society and I won't have any of it. <laughs> Except for when it's useful to them. So yes. someone will confess their love and they'll go, sorry, I'm a guy. Someone <laughs> else will be like, oh, you should be heading to the men's changing rooms. No, I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. Gender optional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the the clothes they wore during um, middle school and high school, I think high school was um, male clothing and in... No, middle school was male clothing, primary school was female clothing, and in high school it's a combination of both the male and female uniform. Neat. Yeah, um, they're they're an amazing character, but we'll yeah. get into that anyway. Um, this is one of the Netflix series, so it's been done by OLM Studios um, from the manga. It's going to air on Wednesday nights at midnight, i.e. they're going to release it midnight each Wednesday night on uh, Netflix is when it'll go live. Oh. Now, that starts a week after the um, actual anime season starts. So I don't think we get like the first episode until the 9th, I think it was. or So we, we, we've still got a little bit, like a week and a bit, until we get that first episode, which is, uh, it's annoying. <laughs> but that's, you know, at least it's going to be weekly. You've waited this long yep, for it. I have. A little longer is just going to be fine. I'm just worried that Netflix are going to stuff up the uh, the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. I like wonder what names they'll use. Yeah, yeah. I, I do wonder. But we will see. I mean, they, they won't get the names wrong. It's just they'll probably miss the intricacies, which is pretty yeah. much what I'm expecting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we will see how that works out. Um, we've got five more shows to bring up. But first, we have to go and talk about what's been making anime news. Kawaii Fire Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. This one's not... Actually, this will be controversial. This will be very controversial. This will be very controversial. So, if you were getting excited for the new Demon Slayer season this season, it's got a six-month continuous arc. So we're going to get 25, 26, two arcs in a row. Heck yeah. The first seven episodes is the Mugen Train film. With extras. With one extra episode and some ex- some scenes they cut out. And that's okay. I, I have not seen the movie, mm. so it would be good for me. Prepare yeah. to cry. Oh, no. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is that this has upset quite a few fans online because they've been promoting this new season as the Entertainment District arc. Yes. But people aren't going to see that till December. And... Like for those that have already seen the film, or I mean, let's be honest, it's 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 a question of how much milking is too much milking. Yeah, but it's also the like not everybody has the time to sit down for a movie. They have like enough time for one, maybe two episodes, and like it's a chance to flesh out the arc properly. Because a lot of people have said that the movie was very rushed. Yeah. And it did skip over a lot of bits from the manga that they wanted to see fleshed out. Yeah. So it's more of a chance to be more or like genuine to the original source yeah. material. Because apparently the original series was very closely following the manga. Yeah. Which, so, you know, is is good. Um, but it's just a shame because that you know, there's they've put all that effort in, they've made all that money from it, and people were excited for something new, and then literally the week and a half before it came out, they've kind of pulled this on them now it could be just because of the state of emergency in tokyo that yeah. they've you know, yeah, really true. struggled to be able to put something together um but 
if this was the plan from the outset, it would have been nice to have known. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I saw it twice in the cinemas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it gives them a chance to flesh out some of the characters as it well. Does. So you can develop more of an attachment to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's good in that sense. And like, I feel like the anticipation between the episodes, especially like towards the end of it, that mm. will really help instead of like having it all just like done, 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 done. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I think for me, I, I will not watch those first seven episodes until they're done. Oh, I'll be glued to the screen. Like, I, I will, <laughs> I'll binge them all at once, but I'm not going to watch them week to week because I know the story already. That's fair. So I, I'll then just wait until we get to the entertainment art district, binge everything to catch up, and then go week to week. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I've, I've seen the film twice as well, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like, I think I would probably do the same thing. I yeah. think just because it is, I guess... For me, I feel like maybe it was made to be a movie. Yeah. So I mean, the the arc works well as a film. Like yeah. the yeah. Ne- the next arc, you couldn't do as a film. It's too no. long. Okay. Like, too it's long. like double the length. But yeah. this this one, it does work well in a film sense. It's just, I mean, just just doing the maths, you've got seven episodes. Yep. Each one of those is twenty ish minutes. Um, you you've got about nineteen minutes of content. For each one of those. So six of them is, give or take, two hours. Yeah. The film was about an hour 45. And we know the first episode is a full new episode. So there's only maybe about 15 minutes of new content in there. Which is still a nice amount. It's still a nice amount. But it it just, it does feel a bit, you know. Yeah. I know where this is going. Well, there'll be an entire, one of those episodes is going to be an entire episode inside um, Chipsusan's... Oh, in the dream. Yeah, in the dream. And that, like... That kind of dragged in the cinema. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of nice. Like, mm. At least just, you can go skip, skip, skip. Yeah, yeah. this is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I'm probably going to, that while I'll do the binging, because then I can just skip through the bits I know and remember well. That's fair. And then, you know, enjoy the big fights and stuff. Yeah, the big fights are The good. fights are really good. Yeah. Like, that, that'll be good to see again. Like, towards the end, it just... No, it was it was it was really well done. Like the, the production on that film was fantastic, and that's why it's made such bank. Um, oh, yeah. now, well, it's the opposite of what um, what was that girl one that did the movie after the series and oh the 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 egg oh Wonder Egg Priority yeah it's the reverse of what they did yeah yeah <laughs> but Wonder uh, Wonder Egg wasn't a movie it was just uh, it was meant to be a special episode and then they did a recap for the first half of it and then the last. 20 minutes didn't really cover off or any cover off much. Um, yeah, I'm glad it, I didn't watch that. Look, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's not fundamentally bad, but I understand people wanting more. Like yeah. it would have been yeah. it would have actually been better if they hadn't have done this extra episode and had have waited and then done a second season. Right. Well, the thing is recycling content isn't content. No, it's not. But yeah, it's it's that's what we get, I guess, for getting shows as frequently as we do. Now, let's stay with Demon Slayer, sort of. Um, let's talk about Japan's next Prime Minister. So who, cool! When, our, um, when this podcast comes out, he would have officially been elected. His name is Kishida Fumio, and he likes Demon Slayer. He's read the entire manga. My boy! Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Now, there's been if you've been on social media over the past week, you've probably seen a lot of people quoting... Um, an interview that he apparently did, but no one's saying where it's come from, which made me immediately go, was it legit? It is. It's actually an interview he did with Yahoo Japan. 
Now, you can find a link for that. Um, if uh, Epic Stream, who I've never heard of as a website before, is the only one who's actually linked it. Everyone else has just taken it as gospel. So I'm really glad they've done their research. So he's won the LDP presidential election. The LDP is the party that's currently in power because the former prime minister stepped down because of the COVID pandemic. Right. And he might be in politics, but he's a huge fan of arts as well. He revealed he hadn't seen the film, but his favourite character from the manga is in it. His favourite character is Akaza. Oh, yeah. how can he... Like, I know, I know. He has a decent storyline later on, but in the film, he's just trash. Yeah, I know, right? So it's... um, As everyone's going, that's an odd choice. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so obviously, there's a lot of people who's quite excited that the next Prime Minister actually is into this artwork and one of their biggest exports. Um, he's said in the interview that he's going to work to raise the inco- income of people involved in Japan's soft power industries such as manga, anime, and movies due to the fact that they make so much money internationally. Now, how he's going to do that, I do not know. It's not like he can uh, regulate or put in a law that will change a wage structure that currently exists. Yeah. For me, this is interesting as well for the World Cosplay Summit mm-hmm. because whether he'll step in and maybe help or, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, because... Um, could you imagine the PM coming down and like yeah. helping you like introduce people and yeah. announce the well, whole where, thing. Well, where it's held, um, the I think it's like the governor pretty much funds it. it oh. uh, yeah. And, um, well, helps fund it, fund it. And he's a big cosplayer as well. So I would really love for the Prime Minister to get in on it. Can get we get the Prime it. Minister in cosplay? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. There were some people who were running for office who were cosplaying last year. So Ooh. that was quite interesting. One of them got in as well. Exciting. I think they were in for the Akihabara district of um, Tokyo's oh, good. Uh, government prefecture yeah. thing. Um, now I do have to correct myself. Actually, I misread that. He didn't watch. He didn't watch the film on TV. Someone asked him if he had tuned into it, and he said, oh. "I haven't watched it yet." Um, but I have read the manga and I really enjoyed it. This is one of my favourite characters. I'm glad he was put in the film. So just yeah, I, I misread that. Akaza's fighting style is absolutely beautiful. Animated, mm. like. I do enjoy it. I yeah, will admit that. It was really that. well done. Um, now, um, let's uh, jump across to the world of live action, which everyone immediately goes, oh, no. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution no, is getting a sequel. No, it's not. <laughs> the, 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 the guy who actually um, did Dragon Ball has actually publicly apologised for that. So, so he should. He should have. Okay, yeah. M. Night Sh- Shyamalan <laughs> is coming out with The Last Airbender 2. More airbending. <laughs> <laughs> Electric, no. Wind Boogaloo. <laughs> Wind Boogaloo. <laughs> um, no, Cowboy Bebop's live action. The <gasps> Cowboy B-Boy! The opening sequence has been released online by Netflix. It definitely harkens back to the original opening. It showcases a lot of interesting things. The only criticism I have is Faye looks really awkward when she's doing all her stuff. Yeah, but given... Yeah. Who like Faye's character is quite awkward. Like No, she is, but she's also she's got like a charisma and presence that's yes. really hard to kind of remove. It ju- I just feel like when they were getting um oh what's her name? Um the girl who's playing her. Um Yeah, but can, it's hard to give those stage directions with emphasis. Yeah. So I feel like she was working with the best she had. Yeah, and that that makes me a little bit worried for how the show will turn out. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, a show's only as good as its director. Exactly. So if they couldn't really direct, like, 
Like, obviously, um, you know, the guy playing Spike and the guy playing Jet are going to be fine. Oh, they look incredible. They're, they're, yeah, they f- do a firstly, really Firstly, everyone job. looks fantastic in it. And it's it's going to be really well done. So you've got John Cho as star, uh, Spike, you've got Mustafa Shakir as Jet, and Daniela Pinard, Pineda as Faye. Now, and then you can't forget Dave Bautista as Ed. Just standing really still, you can't see him. <laughs> no, um, Ed's not listed anywhere on the uh, the run. Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of interesting people in that um, opening sequence. That um, some are older characters from the CV. Some are definitely new original ones. Um, they've got Alex Hassel as Vicious and uh, Elena Satine as Julia. So they're obviously going to cover that story arc as part of it. Battle and of Angels. The yeah. villains look Angels. amazing. They do. Um, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what happens after. I want to see the teddy bear. Show me more of the teddy bear. Yeah, that's going to be interesting too. With the detonator? Like, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So we've got Yoko Kano, the original anime's composer on board, the original director and writers on board helping out as well. So it's not going to be a direct adaptation, but it is going to use some of the original content and add more to the universe. I think that's good. Which I think is good as well, because the moment we had Battle of Angels, the show ended. Yeah. Like, what? I want to know well, what happens I after. mean, it, it's about Spike, and yeah. that's kind of where he ended. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's, a, there's the implication that that wasn't final. Yeah, but, but... you know, you never know. That's the thing. Um, but what I'm hoping will happen is this season's kind of final arc will be Battle of Angels, and then after that, maybe in season two, they find Ed. Oh. Yeah. And maybe now it's like they've got to do something else. Maybe there's, you know, something else that happens that gives, you know, Spike a new direction that he has to chase after. Instead of just being in crippling debt. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. He's always in crippling <laughs> yeah. debt. Um, he's like, ah, oh, yes, I, I love this stir-fried uh, bell peppers and beef. Oh, that's fantastic. Where's the beef? There isn't any. <laughs> he's <laughs> they just did that in the intro, bell. didn't they? Like, he was... That's, he that's, like, yep. The, yeah. the first scene, he's like, bell peppers and beef. Oh, no, Where in the, the live-action intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's eating him eating the bell peppers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think... For some reason, I thought it was sushi, and I've just realised, no, they never had any money for meat. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like, you veggies. can see on his face that it's, like, quite grossed out. He's like, uh... So yeah. I thought it was the mould? I thought he was eating oh. the mould from that one episode with the, the fridge. fridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. It's, uh, that's awesome. So I reckon the opening will be... The first episode, by the looks of it, will probably be, like, a complete throwback to the original series. For also, sure. I just remember the teddy bear bomber that's why the teddy bear was in the intro there yes that's right yes. yeah that's a, that was a really good episode, actually. Yeah, yeah like yeah. surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, this is uh, premiering November 19. Um, I'm quietly optimistic. We'll see. Um, as I said, my main, co- my main question is going to be on the... Choreography? I think the fight choreography will be fine. Yeah? I think my main concern... John Cho's pretty good with John that. John Cho's amazing. Um, my main concern is going to be about how the characters are presented to the direction given to them because... That's true. Everything I've... Like, I know Daniela Panada is a really good actress, um, but I don't know if they've given her enough direction based on just what I've seen from a few clips. Yeah. And that- I can't exactly tell actors, go watch this show. It'll last like two weeks and then come and act for me. I feel like they should. I think they should. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if they're source material, you should definitely like investigate your character and like their best mm-hmm. of moments and like look oh, into their history. She, she's watched it. Oh, okay. she has. So when they had an interview early on, like all of them were like, "No, no, we've watched it. Like oh, we know exactly okay. what we're getting into." Oh, well, well then, 
Yeah. So, well, it's then... it's probably, it'll be the director. So we'll yeah. see. Oh. Um, it's all up to the final cut and what gets made. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing as well might be is like they might have done the opening sequence before filming the rest of it, before they got into yeah, the characters' yeah. behaviour yeah. types. But we'll see, I guess. Um, okay. Now, we do need to talk about one last adaptation and it's a live action. Not a live action. It's a film. I would love this to be live action. I would action. love this to be no. live action. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, what is it? The, you know, the flubber? Yeah. Oh, you're, it, it's Flubber. The anime, the movie, the live no. action. Reincarnated as a slime has got itself a film in the works, um, which has me very excited as a fan of Reincarnated as a Slime. Season two was fabulous last season. Um, it's uh, We don't know when it's coming. It's, it's well, fall 2022. So this time next year, but oh. that's the only information. We don't know if it's a beginning or end or there's oh, a specific wow. release date. And that's fair because we're 12, 12 months out. Yeah, that's yeah. a while away. Yeah, so it could be anything. It could be like a recap. It could be like, oh, here's a new arc. It could be... It suggests it's a new arc. Um, okay. And uh, I, with everything we've had so far, like they're up to date with the manga, the... So it's a light novel series, which then was turned into a manga. Yep. And the manga was running quite frequently. Um, so the manga finished... We've just gotten up to pretty much the end of the current season with the manga. Okay. So what comes after is what we've got for the next 12 months of the manga. Because oh. that would be the next arc. Yeah. Um, if you've got two hours, like six episodes equivalent, that... that fits quite comfortably yeah. in the next 12 months because t- typically two chapters equals 20 minutes of film um, for the length that they're working with because they're a monthly manga. Um, so I'll, I'll be interested to see what we're, we're going to get. But, um, Do you yeah. reckon that would be how they end it? No, no because the light, more? we're only halfway through the light novels. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because like in my mind, they're very close to figuring out who's causing all of these problems. Yes, but it's th- this is the thing. There are multiple people causing problems. Oh, yeah, it's like a layered thing. Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd be interested to see how it pans out. And also like with the, the Harlequins. Oh, like, the Harlequin Alliance? Like, sure, they're underneath this guy that's causing the problems. But I think they're also got their own agenda yeah especially they've um, got too much power to be someone's underling well yeah like the fact that they're all stronger than Clayman and he was yeah. the weakest of the four of them is like what because you got <laughs> footman and tear footman and tear and who's the other one? Oh, there's another one it was like lace laplace yes laplace. Laplace. he's the strongest and he's bordering on demon lord power yeah because he just flat out killed that demon lord well, the demon lords stand in the vampire dude. Yeah, more vampires. More vampires. <laughs> Have you seen slime? Yeah. yeah. Up to date? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah. yeah. For a second there, I was worried you hadn't seen it. Yeah, You're no. like, oh, that's exciting. I might have to check it out. I was like, oh. But yeah, I just also love the fact that they got you know the he's now got like multiple creatures. So he's got you know Ranga, his uh, star wolf, and then there's also like the little uh, multi-tailed uh, fox. Oh, the fox. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's so cute. It's like a kitty. So, I love Naruto. I love Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto. But um, look, it looks it looks really good um, based on the information I've seen. Um, the yeah, we had make a good point here on Anime News Network. We've had nine straight months of slime franchise this year because we also had the Slime Diaries in between part one and part two, which I still haven't actually got around to watching because no. I've read the manga. 
And it's it's nice. It's slice of life, but I feel like it makes more sense if you've watched the full second season before you watch it. Mm. Okay, cool. So that gives me something to do in yeah, the meantime. Because yeah. there are four spin-off mangas from Reincarnated as a Slime. Dang. So one is The Way of Strolling Demon Country, um, which is really good. Like, it's probably the best spin-off. Basically, I think it's set after this arc is just finished now. So you've got Veldora and everyone there. And it's a bunny girl who's from the uh, the animal kingdom yep. who's come to them and is going around and reviewing all of Tempest's facilities oh, to create right. a guidebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she goes, you know, three stars. <laughs> and so like cute. Yeah. And it's really good. But there's this one particular thing which would make a really good OVA where she discovers there's a hidden underground of people who are battling to decide between Shuna and Shion who is the best of the, the <laughs> demon. demon. Shion, hands down. You know? Yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Shion fan. I think she's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's really funny. They were like, Everyone was like trying to get pictures of them to share and go, no, she is the cutest. No, no, she is the cutest. Look, actually, I've, I've thought about it a bit more. Xion is very attractive and very like strong and cool and all that. But she's awful at cooking. Exactly why I was about to say Shuna. Ah, very sweet, like, very gentle. However, good at however, Xion then gets an ability which makes all of her cooking taste good no matter how ugly it looks. Yes, but you still get very, very sick. You do. You really do. Nah, she's still best. She's Plus, she's pretty cool. Shuna's rage is something you don't want to deal with. Oh man, like just that. Like Emma was so excited when they had that little arc with Shuna. It's like we finally get to see her do something, and it's like she's as dangerous as Shion. Yeah. Or also something interesting I learned. Shion, out of all of them, is the only one who evolved into into a different type of oni. So the others all evolved into fairy onis, including... Um, uh, Ranmaru? Yeah. Is it Ranmaru? No. Um, oh, my brain's completely The prince, died. the old man, the, the, the ninja. Yeah, all of them, every, including Shuna, uh, have all evolved into fairy onis, which is why they're able to use magic. Oh, okay. Shion evolved into a berserker oni. That checks oh. out. And that's why she's so physically strong. Right. That yeah. checks out. So um, it's just like, okay, that's cool. So Because I, I didn't I didn't pick up on that in the manga or in the anime. Well, yeah. they didn't really specify that there were no. like... It, it, they don't tell you about their evolutions or the options. No, they don't. And that that's the really interesting thing as well. Because in the manga, it, like they kind of hinted at something being different with her, but they didn't really go into it. And um, it's it's quite interesting. Um, the, the the Wikipedia for Reincarnated as Slime is incredible. There is so much information in there from the light novels that just help kind of flesh out what's happened in those first two seasons and first seventy chapters. Well, um, that's checking. kind of the perk to a light novel versus a manga. Like it gives you more information, like stuff mm. that you can't visually see. Yeah. Yeah, so which, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. But look, um, that's just had its um, second TV series end uh, this season. Um, and as we said, you've got the spin-off season of um, the Slime Diaries, which is about 12 episodes. Um, and that's just kind of like the everyday stuff that happened. Um, now, with that, we do need to get back stuck into what's happening this anime season. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Awesome anime. Alrighty. We've kept you quite a while, so we're gonna kinda race through. We're not we're not gonna fully race through, but we'll 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 temper. We'll give you the speedrun version. Yeah. <laughs> what is it they say? It's um we'll um 
We'll curb your enthusiasm on these. <laughs> Look, these ones are good. It's just they they're not our top choices. Yeah, they're, they're quite interesting. So first up, we've got My Senpai is Annoying. That's not a nice way to talk about him. I don't have a senpai. I'm, I'm the oldest on the podcast. Oh, Mr. Look at me. I'm too good for a senpai. No, look <laughs> at me. I'm an old man. Um, so My Senpai is Annoying is a romance comedy slice of life series by Doga Kobo. It Doja is- Cat? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, from a manga, and um, this looks like it's going to be this season's light, happy romance series, which is just going to be like comedy, similar to what we saw with like um, Wodakoi and so on a few see- a few years back, where it's just like it's light, it's fun, there's no real stakes, but it's it's you know going to have that romance element of it. So Igarashi is a hardworking young office lady. She's also incredibly short. Takeda, the senpai above her at work, annoys her constantly, and yet she finds herself growing closer to him. He's built like a giant. So he's he's like almost seven foot tall based on how he stands next to other characters, and she's about four foot. Well, it's like in Kill a Kill with Gamaguri and then, uh, what's her face? The bowl cut chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that, the, that's the sort of that height, height difference, difference we're dynamic. Yeah. There. yeah. So every day is filled with comic mishaps and romantic moments as Igarashi tries to balance work, life, and love. Um, just based on like the trailer we watched the other day, this is—I'll definitely be watching this. Oh, you're a sucker for. A I'm romance. a sucker for a good romance, especially if it's light and makes you feel good. And I love comedy. Um, like I like rom coms, but not like the Hollywood rom com films. <laughs> no, <laughs> Hollywood rom coms really just—oh, they're just so predictable. Yeah, they really are. It- but you can only watch them so many times. Exactly. Like, and, you know, I, I do not want to watch another Adam Sandler rom-com. Like, oh Are you my kidding? God. <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it! Um, it doesn't have a rating yet, um, but probably PG, as most of these shows do end up being. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be on the Funimation services worldwide, so that's Funimation and Wackenim, and also over on Billy Billy and Animax Asia in Asia. So uh, you can check that out. It airs on Sundays at 1am, so that's Saturday. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Okay. So, um, don't know how many episodes though, but it's Doga Kobo, so it'll be good. 500. 5,000 episodes. We're going to beat One Piece. Rick and Morty, 1,000 <laughs> episodes. Let's go. No, no. Um, now, we need to talk about one that uh, Kenny was quite keen on, and uh, this is called The Far Away Paladin. Um, I wasn't too sure on it when I saw just the name, and then I read the synopsis and remember, remembered how excited we got about this. Yeah, like, I, I, I was looking at the name and I was trying to remember it, and then it clicked which one it was, and the yeah. trailer looks, like, it looks great for a fantasy. Like, I don't know if you saw this one, Kira I Lee. have not. I think this will be right up your street. Yeah? So, in the ruined city of the dead, far from human civilization, lives a single human child named Will. He's raised by three undead, Blood, the heroic skeleton wizard warrior, Mary, the ladylike mummy priestess, and Gus, the crotchety ghost wizard. The three of them teach the boy what they know and pour their love into him. One day, the boy begins to wonder, who am I? Will uncovers the mysteries of the undead hidden in this faraway land. He learns of the love and mercy of good gods, as well as the paranoia and madness of evil gods. And once he learns it all, the boy embarks on his path to becoming a paladin. Now, it's very... Family, yes, orientated from the trailer. It is but an adventure it's not your fantasy. Blood but... family. It's your found family. Yeah, 
Is it comedy as well or not? I think it definitely has some comedy elements yeah. in it, but yeah. it's not listed as like a, a core comedy. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a core comedy. Like mm. uh, by the synopsis, it sounds like a comedy. Like mm. oh, wacky undead, yeah. and you know, yeah. he becomes a ballad. Uh-oh. But yeah, it's um, it definitely has a good balance of everything. But I think it's um. It, it very, they say adventure fantasy, but it's very much laying on that supernatural stuff. Yeah, like, and I, that that's why I'm excited for it because I think it's just going to be hilarious. Yeah, because I think I um, I saw it when it was first announced to be um one of the new mm. um anime, and I went and looked at it, and I think I'll like the start of it, but I don't think I'll like the moment the- he leaves the town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're in it for the undead. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I like the uh, mummy mummy. Mummy mum It's uh, by Children's Playground Entertainment Another one from them this season Um, Saturdays at 10pm It's from a light novel series So it's going to be interesting on how they adapt it Um, Crunchyroll, Billy Billy, Anyone Asia Uh, This was one of Kenny's picks in particular He's really excited for it We we know Kenny, he likes his strange, his mystic His fantasy Um, Yeah, and I think he might be the same I think the moment there's no longer that supernatural element He may may not be as invested in so Maybe. I feel like if they're going to introduce those characters and they did mention them specifically by name, they're going to be around in one sense or another. Mm. Um, he might like the camping aspect, though, as well, you know, yeah. when he leaves. When he yeah. leaves. Yeah, no, that's true. Kenny is a big fan of uh, comfy, comfy camping. camping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, but look, that's uh, that comes out on the Saturday at 10 p.m. I believe the first episode is next Saturday, not this Saturday, but I uh, don't quote me on that. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, the, the coming Saturday after this podcast is released. Okay. My maths is completely wrong because I'm forgetting what day is today. Um, now... Um, it's good we left this to the second part because I can cover it off really quickly. Loop in the third part six. <laughs> if you've watched literally any other episode of the podcast, you know what Lupin is. Yes. Um, <laughs> this, uh, once again, Lupin, every season is self-contained. You don't need to have watched any other Lupin to watch part six. Just watch it um, It's if, you want, if you're interested. You don't have to go back and watch part one. In fact, I'd encourage you not to watch part one. It's awful. Oh, okay. Um, it's, well, it's not awful. It's just it's so dated. It's 50 years old now. Well, the thing is, is there ever a stage where he's forming the crew? Like, where he has nope. to... Oh, so he just has them from he day He has go. the crew from day dot. Oh, man. Like, I would yeah. have loved to see him try to recruit Goemon. The way they've done that is by doing the more mature series, um, The Woman Named for Juko Mine. Yeah. And that shows before... They formed as a crew. Okay. Um, and each epi- the each of the first four episodes introduces the other four characters. So episode one's Lupin, then there's Ishikawa Goemon, then there's um, Zenigata, and you know, on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really good. Um, okay. But um, this one is uh, the the reason I'm interested in this one is because he's going to go up against Sherlock Holmes. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit dark as well. Because Wait, like. Against Sherlock or like with Sherlock? Unclear. Um, someone has killed Watson, and Sherlock thinks no. it's Lupin. Okay, that's yeah. an interesting concept. It's a really interesting concept, and it got me really excited when I read it. So. I wonder what's on with that. I don't know. <laughs> How dare you? That's awful. Yes, um, and? Yes. <laughs> so, adventure, action, comedy, mystery, a um, bit of drama, probably will be M-rated or MA15. Um, just depends on the region. Uh, like most Lupin series, they haven't announced the uh, length of it, but it will be 24 episodes. Every, every Lupin series since they restarted it in 2015 is 24 episodes. 
Um, so it'll be two cores. Um, they've said like the first part is about mystery and the way they typically do it is 12 episode arcs with little bits of other stories interweaved. Mm. Um, so look, it's it's definitely going to be good um, and uh, I can highly recommend checking it out. It's going to be on High Dive worldwide. So this is our first one on High Dive oh, okay. for this season. Um, Animax Asia and Annie One Asia. If you aren't aware of Lupin Third. Uh, Lupin the Third is a gentleman thief who's the grandson of the famous phantom thief Arsene Lupin, who was originally written about in, geez, like the 1890s and the 1910s yeah, um, by a French author. Um, and then they didn't get permission to use the character's name and then all the English dubs called him Wolf. Um, <laughs> Let's be honest, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Although they could have called him Lobo. No. Lobo is such a cool name. No, it is not. Yeah, it no. is. Have you not seen the DC hero? No, I haven't. Oh, he's wicked. Well, Lobo sounds like Lobrow to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's also in Digimon, Lobomon. What does Lobomon look like? Uh, he's from Frontier, so he's the oh, human okay. spirit evolution. Okay, he's the wolf with two lightsabers. Oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> that is kind of cool, but uh, I I wouldn't want to call him Lobo, but Lupin is in Light Wolf. Is yeah, why they they went with it. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's it's worth checking out. TMS Entertainment, as always, with Lupin, based on a manga. But here's the thing, like. They haven't used anything from the Lupin manga since the original series in 1980. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, 1970, sorta, sorry. Uh, uh, different parts. Well, the, the, the creator of Lupin, Monkey Punch, only wrote about, I think, 15 Lupin manga books, like 15 volumes, so a total of about 60 chapters. So I mean, there's that's Lupin, still a decent effort. I know, but there's the original Lupin, uh, and then there's Lupin Sanshi as well, um, and that's it. And then everything since then has been completely original. And when you know that uh, season two of Lupin has over 200 episodes, um, then it's just like, yeah, they they well and truly ran out of the content from there a yeah. long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, it's uh, 50th anniversary of Lupin recently, so it's it's worth, if you've never seen it, it's worth watching, I like I'm a, as we anyone who listens to the podcast, any of you who listen to the podcast knows, I'm a big advocate for Lupin because I think it's a really fantastic show. And you rubbed off on all of us. I have. Like we all love Monkey Punch and Lupin now. Like yeah. it's everyone are brainwashing to watch us. It. No, I'm not brainwashing. I'm just introducing you to the superior art of Lupin <laughs> the Third. Um, <laughs> look, if you like heist, if you like films like Ocean's Eleven and stuff like that, this is for you. Yeah. Um, but let's move right on from that. To talk about Digimon. Digimon, back to Digimon. Yes. Okay. Digimon so, Ghost Game. Digimon what is it? Digimon Ghost Game. Uh, it's a new series of Digimon. We haven't really been told much. Um, we've got the three new starters, like the three main characters and their three Digimon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure of what all their names are. I just know that the Triceratops is Gammon. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Yeti. And Ooh. then there's a Jellyfish. Oh, so The Jellyfish cute. is a really cute girl. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so... I believe it's a tie-in with the Digimon Vital Bracelet ah. um, because they do have the Digimon SIM cards available for the Digimon Vital Bracelet with these Digimon in it, ah, just okay. not with their complete evolution line. Oh, okay. Interesting. So there's no spoilers. That's, you, that's you actually really use smart. You can't bracelet and find out what it's going to be. Yeah. It's just got all these options. Well, so. well, I mean, that's the thing with Digimon as well. It's a branching evolution tree. You can go Which any direction. Which is the yeah. beautiful art to it. I it know is. a lot of people find it overwhelming and complicated, mm-hmm. but for me, it's the possibilities of your potential and how like slight things can alter your growth and become mm-hmm. something new and yeah. amazing. I love it. It's so good. Um, now, Digimon Ghost Game, I actually have a summary here. Oh. I, there's actual what about information. An order me. A what? Instead of summary? An all of me? Order me? 
What's an autumny? Well, it's the autumn season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're trying to get through this and he's throwing puns in. <laughs> in the near future, when new technologies have been developed on social networking sites, rumors of a mysterious phenomenon known as hologram ghosts are being circulated. Hero... Well, Hiro Amanakawa, a first-year junior high school student, activates a mysterious device called a Digivice, which was left behind by his father. That in itself is questionable because Digivices oh, yeah. typically disappear once a person comes of age. Yeah, we were discussing this yeah. in our Patreon video, yes. which you should subscribe to and check out. Yes, you should. <laughs> um, allowing him to see unknown creatures called Digimon that are not visible to ordinary people. Now, quick quick uh, heads up on Digimon Ghost Game. This is a world which is not connected to any of the other Digimon series. This is a brand new beginning. Yes. From the day he meets Gamamon, a mischievous Digimon entrusted to him by his father, i.e. he stole it with his Digidevice, <laughs> um, <laughs> Hiro gets caught up in a variety of strange phenomenon, the sewn lip man who steals humans' time, and the mummy man who wanders around at night and kidnaps people. Oh yeah, that's Clockmon <laughs> and Mummymon. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be really interesting, um, and I'm, I'm quite... It's it's perfect considering we're going into Halloween. Yes. Like, yeah. You you couldn't ask for a better time to release. Guess this. what my Halloween choice is? <laughs> is it Digimon Ghost Game? <laughs> so Toei Animation, as usual, this is completely original concept. None of these ideas have been used in other Digimon products before. They obviously will now start appearing in other Digimon stuff, like the uh, the mobile game and stuff like that. Mm. Um, airs on Sundays at nine a.m. So it's definitely going to be oh, a nice. G-rated series. Oh, sweet. So I get a, like, ma- get a ma- bowl of cereal, sit in front of the TV, yeah. my jammies. So, uh, well, G-rated, PG-rated, depending on um, local classification. Check the classifications at the time of release. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be on Crunchyroll Worldwide and ADN. So it's Anime Digital Network in Europe. Ah. Um, definitely worth checking out. Are there any monsters on that digital network? There may be a few, actually. Um, <laughs> all right, now... To wrap up, we're going to go back to the 1980s. I see yes, what I know, you did there. I, I know that's a, that's a bit Wrap of an odd choice. That was awful. Oh, you're too white. <laughs> I am so white. We're cutting that in post. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. We need to talk about Mute King, the dancing hero. And Kiralee, what on earth is this? Uh, it's like... Just pure 80s goodness, mm. uh, rapping and just the colour scheme. <laughs> Kyle's not yeah. close, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, you won't have to deal with that again. It, uh, it very much reminds me of Tiger and Bunny. Yeah. Um, the just, I don't know, it just looks like so much fun. Yeah, just right. lightheartedness. Well, set in a city modelled after San Francisco in the 1980s, the protagonist has transformed into the hero Mute King and is fighting against evil aliens for some reason. Literally, that's what the official synopsis says. For some reason. (laughs) There's a reason. Not sure what it is. Let's go. Such a cheerful hero will return. I guess that's this. This is the return because this was originally a series in the eighties. Sci-fi hero, oh, wow. love comedy, Mute King, the dancing hero, singing and dancing with pop music. Uh, I, music. <laughs> I guess so. Um, it's airing on Sunday nights. Uh, well, sorry, Sunday morning at one twenty-six a.m. Very so specific. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, don't know how many episodes, but here's what I thought was quite interesting. There's, there's two studios behind it: Tezka Productions, i.e. Dororo. 
which is uh, named after the original Osamu Tezuka, who invented pretty much the style of anime we know today um, and is the studio that continued on in his name. And Tatsunoko Productions, who are also a very old studio who haven't done much recently aside from assisting other studios. So ah. it's, okay. it's going to be interesting to see how this lines up. I mean, we've seen the artwork. It's very 80s. Yeah, like, super pop. It's, it's well, like, like someone took the 80s and put it in HD. Yeah. The way I was thinking of it, since there's two studios, do you reckon one does the 2D work and the other does the 3D work? Oh, maybe. That could be the case. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I think there'll be a lot of crossover between them. Maybe instead of having an external studio doing like the in-betweens and the backgrounds, mm. maybe they'll keep it all in-house. Yeah. 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 Now, this is uh, original, they say original series, but it's based off the original series from the 80s. So it's... That, and that was an original concept. There was no manga or light novels for it either. Um, this can be watched on Funimation worldwide. So Funimation in all its regions, allegedly, including the UK, if um, to believe what I've read, and Wackenim for Europe. So, um, and that's going to be in like the German, the Swedish, and all the all the other areas you'd expect for Wackenim. So Neat. that's that's going to be pretty good. Um, it's. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Action, comedy, sci-fi. Yep. Super excited. Don't know how many episodes. Probably 12. Probably 12. Uh, probably. We'll find out. We'll find out. And that is our 10 recommendations for the season. And with that, we should probably wrap up. Wi-Fi Radio. And that is where we will leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and for putting up with our really bad jokes. We realise this has been quite a lengthy episode. Next time, it's almost Halloween. Spoopy. Spoopy? Yeah. <laughs> now, that means it's time to talk about some spooky series. What's the topic this year? Well, we've got a few and we're putting it to our Patreon members this week to lock it in. And we will, well, I guess you'll find out once we do put our upload up in two weeks' time. If you have enjoyed what you've heard, hit the subscribe button. Join us for future episodes. We have a YouTube edition of the podcast and dedicated videos on our channel. And you can find the links in the episode description. And uh, there will be more videos. There are probably going to be more videos of me and Aaron being silly with food. <gasps> Yay! Because that's just how this is. It's, that's where this channel's going, apparently. <laughs> We're now going to be a food channel. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, if you would like to support that insanity, we have a Patreon you can subscribe to. We share extra content, such as episode outtakes, video extras, and live streams, as we did this week, yep. um, for us all reacting directly live to the new trailers and just trying to make sense of it. There's some interesting faces that we made. There are some really interesting faces. <laughs> I end up with an eye patch, so... You know, I bought it from Daiso as a joke, and then I actually used it for the video. It was perfect. Not because any of us injured him. No, no, no definitely not. Not physically, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you can afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, if you do want to join the Kawaii community, head over to our social media channels. We've got breaking anime news, memes, videos. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. And uh, yeah, obviously, keep an eye out for uh, more information on Hoshi After Dark, which we're involved in heavily if you're in Perth. Um, the details for that are in the episode description as well. Um, I think that's all we need to cover. Sounds like I it. I think we've done it. We're yep. good? We're good? Yep. Okay, well, you've been listening to Kawhi Fi <laughs> Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch, watch some anime! anime! No more rapping, Kyle, please. <laughs>